This is Rabbi Stephen Moskowitz of Congregation Lador Vador. What follows is my sermon from Friday evening, June 3rd, about the Torah portion Bar and about counting our blessings, as well as a recipe for sangria. This sermon was recorded in our synagogue's sanctuary. Recently, I was tasked by my wife, Susie, with making sangria for a party we were hosting. And I asked family and friends for recipes so that I could make the perfect sangria. One and a half bottles of wine, two cups of brandy, a half a cup of sugar, one apple, one orange, one lemon. But by the time I started preparing it the morning of the party, I said to myself, maybe I should add a red apple as well as a green. Perhaps two oranges will be better. And then I saw that there was only a half a bottle of red wine remaining and said, why not just add that as well to my sangria? And then I noticed that there was a smidgen of brandy left in the bottle, so guess what? I poured that in too. And you know what? Everyone loved the sangria. So much for following recipes, so much for exact sciences. When it comes to this week's Torah portion, it is just the opposite. It is nowhere close to a smidge of Israelites. The Torah reports the number to be 603,550. To be fair, that is not the total number of Israelites. That number would probably be closer to 2 million. The Torah only records the number of men over 20 years of age who can bear arms. It does not record the number of Levites charged with caring for the sanctuary. It does not record the number of women or children. It is instead about knowing the exact number of soldiers. It is about knowing exactly how many Israelites will be able to fight the upcoming wars. The portion is so exacting, it even names who from each tribe will do the counting. As our bar mitzvah student can attest, some of those names are indeed a mouthful. From Ephraim, Elishama, Ben, Amihud. There's a list of all of these names. Sometimes we do have to be exacting. Other times being less precise is what is called for. This time of year, we are in fact doing a lot of counting. We are counting the Omer, marching from the freedom celebrated at Passover to tomorrow's revelation celebrated on Shavuot. We count seven weeks, we enumerate 49 days. In this way, we connect Passover to Shavuot. Freedom is meaningless without the Torah, the tradition suggests. That is the message of counting the Omer. And there is no fudging or adjusting of the numbers in this instance as well. The tradition also suggests that there are exactly the same number of letters in the Torah scroll as Israelites in this week's portion, 603,550. And I have certainly not checked the tradition's counting. I am taking that number on faith. There is so much counting and so much exactness. 
And I wonder if we count too much, if we enumerate far too many things. How many cars do you have? How many rooms does your house have? Did I reach my minimum number of 5,000 steps today? We spend way too much time and effort tracking and tallying all of our stuff. And it occurs to me that we are especially bad at enumerating tragedies. Did you hear about so-and-so? She has cancer. Did you read about the latest shooting? Four killed. And each of these numbers cuts into our soul and diminishes our spirit. The numbers are dispiriting. The counting eats away at our fortitude. Rabbi Mayer suggests that we are to recite a hundred blessings every day. Perhaps his counting is an antidote to all of the pain we see and all of that bad counting I just suggested. But who tallies their blessings? I woke up and said the blessing for the washing of hands. I said mozi before breakfast, then another blessing before my afternoon snack of an apple. If this were actually my spiritual exercise, I would most certainly lose count by mid-morning. There are so many other things going on in our lives. It would be impossible to keep track of all the blessings soon after waking up. Wait, am I up to 54? Oh no, it's 9 p.m. and I've only done 36. The tradition has an answer. It, of course, has codified how to reach the number of 100 by counting all the prayers at our regular services, plus the others one might say during the day and at meals. It, too, loses confidence in our ability to count the blessings. Still, I am trying to imagine what Mayer was thinking 2,000 years ago when he said, say a hundred blessings every day. I cannot imagine he meant for us to actually count up to a hundred. Instead, he meant for us to fill our days with as many blessings as possible. Say them often and as frequently as possible, and your heart is strengthened. It is not about the counting as much as the saying. Sometimes I think we focus too much on keeping track. We worry too much about that counting. There is a famous story about Rabbi Mayer, and I admit that I am refashioning it slightly from the Talmud's original version. He and his wife, Bruya, who, by the way, is the only woman in the Talmud quoted as a halachic authority, faced an unimaginable tragedy and loss. And she was the first to learn this news, and it therefore fell upon her to tell her husband about the tragedy. And when he came home from synagogue on Shabbat, he asked her to tell him what had happened. But she said, and again, you'll, this is my rephrasing, sweetheart, Shabbat is almost over. Let's make Havdalah first. In other words, say the blessing first. These will strengthen your heart. And so he did. She then told him the tragic and sad news that had happened to him. And although he was devastated and he felt as if his heart was shattered, the truth is it was not nearly as broken as he thought. His heart remained whole. It wasn't the hundred blessings. It was the one said at the exact right moment. 
It wasn't the counting of blessings. It was finding the right one to hold on to hold on to in that moment. It could be the blessing over the wine that Mayer said at that moment, or it could be a glorious sunrise on a morning when we are awakened before dawn by bad dreams or worrisome thoughts. Back to the sangria. Because I threw in that extra apple, I got to savor its brandy-infused sweetness days after the party ended. It was never about following an exact recipe. It was instead about throwing in some extra things. A blessing can take any form. The most important thing is to find them and collect them rather than count them. And the really, really important thing is to try to savor the blessings or even that one perfectly timed blessing to help us carry, to help carry us through life's difficulties. Savor the blessings. <laughs>